So a lot of people have been asking me for summer reading lists. You know, what should they read over the summer to help them understand management consulting or generally business for that matter? And I, and I deliberately put off putting out this podcast because I wanted to think about it a bit carefully. I mean, the books that I had in mind, as soon as some the first person asked me this from Watton, I immediately had the four books in mind. But I wanted to think about it further. And actually, I'm in front of my, I'm in my my study at the moment, and I'm looking at all my books here, and there are only a few books that come to mind. The same four that I initially thought of are the same four I'd recommend. And before I mention them, I want to talk about how I chose these books. So firstly, there are a lot of interesting books out there. I mean, there's a lot of books on the new, on the financial crisis, like um, the books by, I think it's, it's um, Wal- I think it's Walter Conan is the name of the author. Um, he's written a few books on, um, uh, sorry, William D. Conan. In the last tycoon is the story of Lazard. He's written a book about Goldman Sachs. Those are interesting books, and I want to stay away from interesting books, and recommend books that are what I consider timeless. You know, books that I have read several times, and at least maybe once a year, I read the book just to rethink or to refresh my idea, to refresh my memory about some of the core ideas in the book, and. I, do, I consider them reference books in many ways because some of the ideas are, are quite profound. Some of the things they do are really quite remarkable and the lessons, I think, are very important. So I think at the top of that list, number one book that you should read this summer is obviously McKinsey's Marvin Bauer. It always surprises me that if you go to any consulting website, no one recommends that book. No one recommends that book. They all recommend books by Ethan, I think his name is Ethan Rasil. Uh, the McKinsey Mind, the McKinsey Way, and so on. Those books don't teach you about management consulting. Um, read McKinsey's Marvin Bauer. It's probably the most, single most important book I have ever read in my entire life, and um, it'll teach you the values of management consulting. Because one of the th- one of the difficulties for people getting into management consulting is to understand what it's about. And unfortunately, everyone painted it as a very technical subject about doing cases and NPV analysis and so on. But that's not what management consulting is about. Management consulting is how you serve a client and the philosophy behind serving a client. McKinsey's Marvin Bayer is an excellent book about the history of the firm and the history of the man himself and how he built the firm. And it's got numerous anecdotes which are quite rich in detail um, and they really make you understand the the type of work that is done as a management consultant. The other book I'd read, and this one is more for its technical logic, is uh, The Mind of a Strategist by Kenichi Oma, another McKinsey guy, um, um, you know, PhD in nuclear engineering, MIT, I believe he also has an MBA, and um, former head of, former director, lead director of McKinsey's Tokyo office, and you know, when he was the head of Tokyo office for McKinsey, it was, you know, early days, this was in the 80s, when McKinsey had a few offices internationally, and Tokyo was a powerhouse in consulting. He built the methodology that sits behind how McKinsey approaches basically all kinds of problems. And the book is very easy to read. It is a classic. It's one of the most popular books in management consulting. Again, it's a book that's not recommended to anyone. But, you know, if you work with partners and so on, they would recommend the book. So I would recommend that book. The other one which I thought was quite profound when I read it, and I read it every year without fail, is uh, Leadership by Rudy Giuliani, the former mayor of New York. What I like about the book is the is the is his interpretation of leadership and the rich stories he uses to describe how he led New York, you know, out of, you know, women turning tricks in 
Times Square and graffitis on the subway system. Basically, New York was a basket case in 1994 when he took over. And the story is about how he turned around the, the, the city. I like it because of the way he used data, the way he analyzed the situation. And I must say that I've used it as a blueprint when I've you know worked with companies and so on to understand leadership. It's an excellent book. I read it every single year. The other book I'm going to recommend is the first book on business I ever bought. The first book on business I ever read, um, it is the book that, you know, turned me into someone who wanted to be in business and leave a career in, you know, the advanced sciences. And it's a book by a guy called Slater, S-L-A-T-E-R. It's called The New GE. It is the first book ever written about Jack Welch, you know, the wonder kid who turned around General Electric. And it's an excellent book that I think analyzes Jack Welch without the cliches we see today. And it's a remarkable book about how difficult it is to be an outstanding leader in the world today. Because if you read that book, you realize there's a heck of a lot of luck that went into how Jack Welch, you know, grew up to be the guy that ran GE. I mean, pretty much he was ostracized and alienated by the suits in General Electric. He was made to run a division going nowhere, which he built into something meaningful by ignoring conventional wisdom. And the only reason he got in is because, you know, the uh, I think it was British-born CEO at that time, I'm not sure if the CEO he replaced, saw that the company needed someone different. And brought him again, pure luck. I mean, most people were against him. He could have totally been alienated. Those four books are books that I read every single year. Two books, McKinsey's Marvin Bauer and The Mind of a Strategist, I carry with me everywhere. Those are my Bibles. They go with me everywhere. Whenever I meet candidates, whenever I meet students, Whenever I'm traveling, I always tell them, get a copy of this book. I'll tell them they have the bookstore to get it, and they can pick it up, and they can move forward from there. Stay away from interesting books. I mean, you want to read them, but I think when you have summertime, you want to read books that are profoundly... They're profound in the topics they're discussing, but they're also timeless in the lessons they give you. I mean, I sure I read interesting books. I've been reading a book about the financial crisis recently. It's interesting. I'm just in a book I'm going to read again, because it is, it is a narrative of what happened and one person's interpretation. But the insights are not profound. It's not a book that I'm going to say, hey, you know what? This chapter is amazing. I need to read this in about six months from now because some of the insights are so, you know, so important. I tend to stick to books that are what I call reference books, like the four I mentioned. I think that they are unique in the in the message they give you. They teach you about business and I think leadership and ethics and all these books are underpinned by you know the strong concept of ethics. And they will teach you something. I mean, uh, people always, whenever I talk about Rudy Giuliani leadership, people always act strange and say, but you know, Rudy Giuliani, you couldn't even win the primary for the you know Republican Party. I say, well, you know, just because a guy failed doesn't mean he doesn't know anything about leadership. You know, I always point out to people that Winston Churchill was an utter basket case before he became prime minister. And I think very few people would argue that he was not one of the best, the greatest prime ministers the United Kingdom has ever had. So that's my that's my summer reading recommendation list. If anyone can think of something else that would be good reference material, please post a comment on the blog and I'd be happy to include it. Thank you.